بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد ماي برادرز اند سسترز ذس از ذا فاينل وان اوف ذا ريمايندرز اباوت ذا امپورٹنس اینڈ دی سینکٹیٹی آف رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم ہم سیلف ایز ویل ایز ہز احادیث اینڈ دی امپورٹنس آف انڈرسٹینڈنگ اینڈ گیونگ گیونگ ریسپیکٹ ٹو اینڈ اینڈ ویلوئنگ دی پوزیشن آف رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم اینڈ دی پوزیشن آف ہز احادیث ان آور لائفس Two or three very important things. First of all, the ayat of Surah Al-Hujurat, which I recited uh, and quoted in yesterday's uh, reminder, the first and second ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Allah warned and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promised punishment. And the worst of punishment, which is completely wiping out all of, of all good deeds. For who? For the one who... Uh, goes ahead of Rasulullah and the one who raises his voice against the voice of the Prophet Now, think about this. Allah did not say, this punishment is for the one who does that once a week or the one who does that 20 times or the one who does that all his life. No, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said the one who does that. Simple way to understand that is that this punishment, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to save us from all, all his punishments. If Allah wills, this is the punishment for doing it one time. Just one time is enough to completely change your and my destiny from Jannah to Jannah. May Allah protect us from this. <laughs> one single time. What is my dalil for saying that? My dalil for saying that is because if I deny one ayat of the Quran, then I have exited Islam. I don't have to deny the whole, one whole surah. I don't have to deny a juz. I don't have to deny the whole Quran. One single ayah. Of the Quran, if I deny and I say this, I don't believe, then I am out of Islam. Khalas. If I want to come back into Islam, then I have to again take shahada. One single ayah. Now, what did we say about the revelation? That the revelation Rasulullah told us, he said, I received two revelations. One is the Kitab of Allah and the other one is something like that. meaning the explanation of the kitab of allah and i gave you all of that all of those dalail in my previous two uh, reminders so i won't repeat here but the fact remains that therefore the ulama of this deen all of them from nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam downwards all through the centuries have agreed upon that a sahih hadith a hadith which is um, authentically preserved and narrated And Alhamdulillah, there is no shortage of them. A Sahih Hadith, if somebody is denying one Sahih Hadith, if somebody is denying, then he is denying the speech of Rasulullah As simple as that. So if somebody is raising his voice against the voice of the Prophet it means the person has denied what Rasulullah said or the person has, um, or the person has uh, changed what he said. Uh, Now, If a person does that, what happens to him? He he is uh, he has denied a hadith. So if a person denies a hadith, then whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said will happen to him, will happen to him. Now, 
Therefore, just as if a person denies one ayat of the Quran, it is as if he denied the whole Quran. Similarly, if a person denies one hadith on which Sallam, then it is as if this person has denied the denied all of the ahadith of Rasulullah Now, when we say denied, what do we mean? I'm not saying that if somebody sees a hadith or if somebody is if a hadith is mentioned to them and the person says, "Look, I this hadith, I am sorry, I do not accept it." And I want to investigate it. I want to check what is the authenticity of this hadith. What is the uh, chain of narration and so on and so forth. This is not denial. This is inquiry. This is research. Alhamdulillah. May Allah bless all those people who did that. And they were, there were many ulama, there were many muhaddithun who did exactly this. They checked the authenticity of the ahadith of Rasulullah wasallam. This is eminently desirable. This is good. Alhamdulillah, there is no problem. Because they are checking to see if a particular narration is correct or not. Once they have checked that and once they have found that the narration is correct, then the position of the Muslim is, if he said so, I believe. If Rasulullah said something, then I believe. I believe and I will obey. This is the position of the Muslim. The Muslim does not say, if he said something and if I like it, then I will do it. If he said something and if it makes sense to me within quotes, whatever that sense means, then I will do it. If he said something and if that is convenient for me or in keeping with my culture or in keeping with my sense of fashion of how long and short my trousers should be or or if or or if I should have a beard or I should not have a beard or if I should cover my head as a for with hijab or I should not do that uh, or if this if that no he's not saying any of that he is saying uh, if I am convinced that a particular hadith is sahih it is correct it is authentic then I believe, irrespective of what that hadith may say, whether it makes logical sense to me or does not make logical sense to me, the foundation of this is the statement of Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu anhu when he was informed of what Rasulullah sallallahu said about al-Isra wal-Mi'raj. They went to him, they said, "Is your, do you know what your friend is saying? He said, what is he saying? He said, he says, your friend is saying, and by your friend they meant, no, Rasulullah your friend is saying that Allah took him from Masjid al-Haram to Masjid al-Aqsa and from there into the seven heavens um, and he, uh, you know, did this and this and this and then he came back and all of this happened in the space of one single night. Huh? So do you believe this? Abu Bakr Siddiq anhu made a statement and he said something which became and is the standard of the authentication of a hadith. He said, he did not say, yes, I believe. He said, if he said that, I believe. So he's not simply believing the statement of whoever came to him because whoever came to him is an enemy of Rasulullah is not a reliable person. So he's saying, I don't take your statement. Maybe he said it, maybe he did not say it. But if he said it, Meaning, if I can authenticate that he said this, then I believe. They asked him, how can you believe this? How can somebody go from Makkah through 
జరూసలం అండ్ దెన్ ఇన్ టు ద సెవెన్ హెవెన్స్ అండ్ కమ్ బ్యాక్ ఆల్ ఇన్ ద స్పేస్ ఆఫ్ వన్ నైట్ అవ్వకర్ సిద్ధి హృదయాలు సెట్ వీ బిలీవ్ మచ్ మోర్ దెన్ దాట్ దిస్ ఈజ్ నథింగ్ దిస్ ఈజ్ నథింగ్ వీ బిలీవ్ మచ్ మోర్ దెన్ దాట్ ఫర్ ఎగ్జాంపుల్ వీ బిలీవ్ అల్లాహ్ we believe in allah and that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala exists and there is no one worthy of worship except allah have we seen allah he said we believe in jannah have we seen jannah he said we believe in jahannam have we seen jahannam he said we believe in the day of judgment and the presentation before allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we will be presented before allah and we will be called to account have we seen all of this we believe all this why because muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam said so so what is so difficult about believing this This is the position of the Muslim. We believe because Rasulullah sallallahu said so. The simplest and most effective and the most powerful of this is very is is something. If I tell you Surah Al-Fatiha Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alamin Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim to the end is a is a surah of the Quran. This is the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the living speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you ask me how do I know? what is my proof what is my proof did i see jibril alaihi salam did jibril alaihi salam speak to me did allah subhanahu wa taala send this thing written down on a piece of paper my proof is muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam my proof is that is the word of as-sadiqul amin sallallahu alaihi wasallam i believe that suratul fatiha is the word of allah that it is not the word of muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam it is not the word of anybody it is the word of allah i believe this to the extent of my soul in every cell of my body why because muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam said so that is it that is the extent of my faith in my nabi muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam as-sadiqul amin My brothers and sisters therefore if somebody is denying a hadith one hadith it is as good as denying everything because we don't pick and choose we say samana wa atana we hear we obey just as we do not pick and choose between the ayat of the quran similarly we do not pick and choose between the hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam every single sahih hadith we believe in it alhamdulillah we do not deny it we do not argue with it we believe in it because rasulullah sallallahu said that and this has been authentically recorded for our benefit alhamdulillah final point i want to end with this the famous hadith of in in sahih ibn hibban sahih hadith in sahih ibn hibban abu hurairah radhiyallahu anhu reported rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ascended the member and he said amin 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 they asked ya rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam you ascended the member and you said amin 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 rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and they asked the reason rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said verily jibril alaihi salam came to me and said whoever reaches the month of ramadan and he is not forgiven meaning he does not do the actions leading to his forgiveness and he is not forgiven then he will enter jahannam and allah will cast him far away say amen rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said i said amen whoever then jibril salam said whoever sees his parents in their old age one or both and he does not honor them and he dies then he will enter jahannam and allah will cast him far away so say amen 
I said, Ameen. And then Jibreel said, Whoever has your name mentioned in his presence, eh? whoever has your name mentioned in his presence, and he does not send salam on you, he does not send blessing on you, and he dies, then he will enter Jahannam, and Allah will cast him far away. So say, Ameen. I said, Ameen. And as I mentioned before, this is a Sahih Hadith, and this is in Sahih Ibn Hibban. Now, point is this. That simply, within quote simply, because it is not simple. I'm just saying simply, just to just to illustrate. Simply, if the word Muhammad is meaning the name of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, is mentioned before us. If somebody says Rasulullah, and if we do not say Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, we don't have to say it loudly. We can say it in our hearts. We can say it very softly. But if we don't do that, and worse still, People who, sing, who, who while talking, they said, Muhammad said this, Muhammad said that. Now, billah, la illa billah, If a person does that, then Jibreel is saying, Jibreel alayhi salam, the Rasul of Allah is saying, that person will, if he does not, if he, if he does that, if that is his attitude towards Rasulullah without respect, and this person dies in with that attitude, he will be in Jahannam, and Allah will cast him far away. And then Jibreel, the Rasul of Allah, is saying to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the the Imamul Anbiya, the Khatimul Nabiyin, the 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 Sayyidul Mursaleen, Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he is saying to the uh, to the Rasul and the Amir of the Rasul of the of the Rasul, say Amin. And Jibril and Rasulullah said, I said Amin. This is the position of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to understand this and to ensure that we follow the sunnah of Rasulullah to the best of our ability and where we are weak and we miss some sunnah, where we are unable to follow the sunnah, we keep our mouth shut. We don't extend our tongue. We don't say, oh, this is not important, that is not important because we don't want to go to Jahannam. At least I don't want to go to Jahannam. It's as simple as that. I hope this is clear. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant, uh, grant us the tawfiq to make istighfar and tawbah and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us and not to end up in a state where we meet Allah and we find that all our deeds have been wiped off and that we are into the hellfire.